What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Town in Chilliwack podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Before we begin, I just want to say Ron Laser, local realtor, local businessman, and good friend of mine. If you're thinking about buying or selling your house, you got to talk to Ron. RonLaser.com. He's from Century 21. Ron is just a really down-to-earth guy, gives it to you straight, and works hard for you. So make sure you check him out, ronlaser.com. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my talk with Mr. Steve Hisco from Hisco Jiu-Jitsu. Sitting down here with Mr. Steve Hisco. How are you? I'm doing good, Matt. Yourself? Doing well, thanks. Awesome. Kids are going back to school, so I'm. Uh, feels like a, the start of a brand new year. Well, Grayson is uh, starting kindergarten. So this is number three. I was just saying I got a 20-year-old, 14-year-old, and five-year-old. So yeah. one's out of school, one's middle school, and one's starting school. Is he excited? He is. Yeah, yeah he's pretty excited. He's going to Tyson. Okay. And uh, so he's all about being a Tyson Tiger and super excited to be going, especially since both of his brothers went to Tyson. Oh, okay. So that's massive for him. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Why don't you tell me, who are you, Steve? Uh, so yeah, Steve Hisco. Uh, originally, I'm from Ottawa, actually Vanier, yeah. which is kind of the little hole in the middle of Ottawa. Yeah, and um, grew up there till I hit uh, 20 years old, and moved to Abbotsford. Well, I guess Regina for six months. Hold on a sec. Is there is there anywhere good to eat in Ottawa? Is there any place that you recommend? Uh, well, of course, Louis Pizza. Right, <laughs> that's that's a given. Right on MacArthur Road near the Vanya Parkway. How long has that been there? Well, uh, so I left home almost uh, 29 years ago, and it's been there. It's been there forever. Yeah. I was just actually talking to guys at work because uh, I just came from work, and um, I got two colleagues that are going to Ottawa on Monday. Yeah. And they're planning their visit to Louis Pizza. So I was telling them the um, the layout of the restaurant has not changed. They still have the same. Uh, orange vinyl booth with the <laughs> I don't even know what to call the you know the the top of the tables yeah, are. does it have like a floral pattern to it or nope nope yeah. just kind of old school um, diner type yeah. of look and it hasn't changed literally since I left home 30 years ago that shows you the workmanship of that uh... <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, and but whenever I go back that is the first dinner. I, so I had to bug you about that. Land at four. That's when we get to Ottawa, and by five thirty, I'm sitting down having pizza at Louis. That's awesome. So, All right. So then you went to Saskatoon, uh, Regina, Regina. Sorry. So I left home uh, when I was uh, twenty, joined the RCMP, and did my six months in uh, in Regina, and then got uh, posted to Abbotsford in nineteen late nineteen eighty nine. So I've been in BC since uh, since October of 1989. So have you been in the Fraser Valley since 1989? My whole service. Uh, so I started in Abbotsford when it was still the RCMP. And I believe 95 is when the amalgamation happened. So mm -hmm. I came to Chilliwack till October of 2006 and then moved to the Pacific Region Training Center in, uh, in October of 06. So coming up on 11 years on the 2nd of October. Of, of being there so so still with the rcmp doing training primarily so right now i'm the sergeant in charge of our firearms training unit 
So I look after the uh, pistol program, shotgun program, the carbine training, instructor level training wow. for the for the RCMP in the province. So we're not going to talk about your day job. I'm more interested in your their side job, which is I would say your passion too. It's not just a job for you. It's yeah, it, it's definitely been a, a lifetime. So I own Hisco Jiu Jitsu here in Chilliwack. Actually, which is located right on Young Road, number 178635 Young Road. Yeah. And um, actually, this year is the 25th anniversary of our school, of my school. Uh, started in 1992 when I was in Abbotsford. But I've been doing jiu-jitsu since I was seven years old. And, um, and it's kind of funny because you know, although we're not going to talk too much about the RCMP, the RCMP is also responsible, um, you know, or I shouldn't say responsible, partially responsible for me being in the RCMP and whatnot and kind of that cross in jiu-jitsu. So I was 18, 19 in Ottawa. I was teaching jiu-jitsu at the time. And one of the parents, um, Jim Good, he was a sergeant with the RCMP. And we kind of had that Saturday afternoon, hey, what are you going to do with your life kind of conversation. Yeah. And at that time, I really had no idea. I was in the reserves. I was in the military you know, worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken, teaching jiu-jitsu. I've always had two or three jobs on the go. And uh, so he talked me into thinking about a career with the RCMP. And I applied and, you know, my, I was gone within eight months. Wow. Um, so when I got to Abbotsford, there was no jiu-jitsu schools around. Jiu-jitsu really didn't exist uh, a whole bunch in BC at that time in 1989. And so I went to, I was working, went to a, a motorcycle accident. And the person involved in the accident was a guy by the name of Ted Gosling. And he lived in Abbotsford. And so anyway, didn't think too much of it. Probably a month later, I was going through the uh, leisure guide in Abbotsford, looking for martial arts schools and a place to, uh, to train. And I saw his name, Ted Gosling, Abbotsford Karate Club. So I phoned them up and I said, uh, hey, remember me, Constable Hisco, is that your motorcycle accident? I see you, you know, do karate. And uh, this is who I am. And so he invited me out to train with them. And, you know, lo and behold, we started doing some cross training and I started teaching them jujitsu. And so that, you know, happened for quite some time. And that was kind of the start of Hisco Jiu-Jitsu. And um, yeah, 1992, so 25 years ago. Wow. So the name Hisku Jiu-Jitsu, did it start in Abbotsford or are there deeper roots than that? Um, no, I started uh, in Abbotsford and yeah. that's kind of where Hisku Jiu-Jitsu came from. My dad also has a school in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. His name uh, a little bit different, Hisko School of Jiu-Jitsu. So a little bit of a, just a, you know, branding a little bit different. But essentially, you know, we're under the same umbrella. Um, it's a family family affair. So did you get into jiu-jitsu because of your dad or? I got into jiu-jitsu, like I said, I was seven years old and I think they were maybe tired of me coming home from school saying, hey, somebody picked on me, somebody this, somebody that. So they were looking for me to be able to defend myself and took me to Terrier Jiu-Jitsu in uh, Ottawa at the time. And then what happened is my dad was kind of, you know, like, Kiefer is in the dojo and you come and you sit and watch yeah. and uh, my dad was doing the same thing and then one day he decided hey I, I want to give this a try and which uh, Kiefer is my oldest son just right in case people don't know <laughs> so he uh, so he started 
you know, jujitsu as well. And um, we ended up getting our black belts at the same time. Wow. So that was the, the first time for jujitsu that I'm aware of in Canada anyways, that a father and son did their black belt tests at the same time. There's lots of father and son black belt teams. Um, but that was the first time in our school anyways that anybody had done it on the same day. That's and we just kind of progressed from there. So he had eventually ended up opening his own school. I was out here, opened my own school, and um, and we're still at it. So what what was the the inspiration for you to want to open your own school? What what made you want to do that? I think well, I grew up in the dojo, so dojo just meaning the our school, and um, you know when I was seven till I left home. So our kids' classes were on Friday nights and Saturday mornings. So every Friday night and every Saturday morning from the time I was seven pretty much to the time I left home, I was in the school. Wow. Um, once I got a little bit old enough, then um, I started helping in some other classes. So when I was, I got my black belt, I was 14 years old. So I started helping in the teenagers class, which was Tuesdays and Thursdays. So then I was sort of at the school Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I also started training in the adult class a little bit later. So that was on Mondays and Wednesdays, <laughs> but I was um, I was busy uh, with the military on Monday nights. That was our parade night. So I was in the school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Pretty much, like I said, from the time at that time, from the time I was about sixteen till I left home. But um, wow. that was that was life. So I've always kind of thought this is what I want to do. Yeah, I played hockey as a kid as well. And at some point, my parents, you know, probably I was maybe about 12, 12 years old. And they said, um, you know, it's time to make a choice. Continue with hockey. You're never going to make it to the NHL, you know, or keep yeah. going with, with jiu-jitsu. And that's what I did. Yeah. And really, you know, the, the reason we started, like I said, coming home and getting picked on um, to me. And, I, and I've said this all along is jiu-jitsu or martial arts mostly learning to protect yourself is a life skill yeah you know we our, our kids walk around and uh in public and by themselves and and whatnot we want our kids to learn to swim so if they're near water or a pool and something happens they know how to swim so i just kind of you know make the parallel that learning to protect yourself is kind of like learning to swim it's a life skill that everybody should have right so you uh you do more than even just uh what you're teaching at the dojo you go around the community and you're you get involved with um, training in different areas don't you so i've done a lot of uh, community type of uh, sessions uh, you know and davis transition house i've done some sessions for them um you know this summer i did a, another group uh group of young girls for empowerment and doing a self-defense session there uh the other sort of larger groups um the garrison running room i did a session for their employees as well so yeah just trying to get out and and one promote the school but two is again help people learn to protect themselves well like with the running room what what uh happened in order for you to want to go down and do some training down there they actually contacted me because they had been robbed and uh, they had some employees that you know felt uncomfortable being there and i think it was a little bit of 
you know, scenario based. What what can we do if this happens? What can we do if that happens? And the other side is just building confidence. Um, you know, so martial arts training, jujitsu training, is not just about learning to. And I always say learning to protect yourself. It's not about learning to fight. It's just about learning to protect yourself. But it also gives you self confidence. You know, discipline, flexibility, fitness. For some people, it's a social outlet. Go out and and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but for in their case, I think it was you know to kind of build up some confidence and maybe some of their employees again and and again give them some idea of that if this happens, then you know maybe we deal with it this way or right. And at your dojo. Um so my son, my oldest son, Kiefer, you mentioned him. He's been there six years, I think now. Yeah. Um, so we've gotten to know you fairly well. You do things a little bit differently than other uh, martial arts dojos. Like one of the things you don't do is competitions. Right. Um, like what's what's your mindset about behind how you run your dojo the way you run it? I think um, one is there's nothing wrong with competitions. I mean, I did them growing up and that kind of thing. And I've sat in gyms for hours and hours on Saturday afternoons. And it's just not what I'm into. Um, You know, and I tell people, because some people, you know, they're not into that competitive side. They're there to learn to protect themselves or the parents want the kids to be able to protect themselves. So for me on my own business model, um, that's where I place the emphasis on is we're purely a self-protection school. Yeah, We are self-defense specialists. That's what we focus on. Um, it's not about competition. It's not about, you know, trying to make it to the Olympics and all those kind of things. It's just about teaching people to protect themselves and all the additional benefits that go with it. Like I said, you know, the self-confidence, the discipline, and, um, and what's really awesome is to see parents come back a year, two years, like yourself, six, seven years later, and being able to s- describe or see the change in their child over that period of time. Oh, for sure. You know, and I tell people, you know, learning to protect yourself is not three easy lessons, yeah. right? It's a lifetime. You know, like I said, I've been at this for... I'm 49. I started when I was seven, so 40, 42 years uh, in November. Which um, so 42 years, and you uh, recently received a new belt. Um, uh, didn't nope. you re- receive a new one uh, for your? Uh, was it? You're doing your ground fighting. Oh, so yeah. So I started all over again. Yeah. So our style of jiu-jitsu, which is called Kanryu, which is a Canadian system of self-defense, is um, primarily a stand-up jiu-jitsu style. And what I started doing to round out my learning and, and learn something new, because I've been at it for such a long time, there's always new stuff out there, is I also started taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu lessons. And yes, that's I got my blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu recently. Which is great, like 42 years, and you're still looking to learn new things. and Strap on a white belt, which is a, a beginner's belt, which you don't see very often, people of high ranking. So I'm an eighth degree black belt in Canary jiu-jitsu. And yeah, take my, you know, take my eighth degree black belt off, put a white belt on, and yeah. become a student uh, once again, and yeah. start at the beginning, so... Uh, Kiefer and I, we stopped in the dojo one Sunday morning when you guys were practicing. And uh, 
jujitsu itself is is not necessarily a pretty martial arts like and then watching you do the brazilian jujitsu on the floor there is nothing pretty like it's like it's intense yeah i mean i guess it, de- it depends at what i want to say pretty i think jujitsu is pretty you know de- <laughs> de- depending on who's doing it and, and what we're doing because i always tell people there's two sides to what i teach there's just the basic you know self-defense blow throw blow hit him get him down hit him again and get yeah. the heck out of there and then there's the art of jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. which is you know the fancy throws and the wrist locks and so it's kind of a little bit of a blend of both yeah but most definitely starting out you know yes it's not it's not pretty because we're just dealing with the blow throw blow you know real yeah. basic self-defense side well, of it. as i've heard you tell Kiefer so many times too is um make sure you're the guy on top if someone's attacking you, you make sure you're the guy on top. You definitely don't want to be on the bottom. Yeah. Unless you have a good bottom game, but that takes <laughs> years and years yeah. and years to, you know, to master. Which is part of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? Is... Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, to me, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu side is, is more of a sport side, more of a competitive side. Yeah. And, you know, the, the chess game and trying to figure all the different moves out and stuff. But you have to think now, you know, when kids get involved in the schoolyard with somebody else, it's not one-on-one anymore. You got a group of people watching. And if you're on the winning end, you know, the guy or the girl that you're dealing with who's got friends, they're going to be jumping in, yeah. right? So you don't want to be, in my opinion anyways, you don't want to be on the ground and all of a sudden, what are they going to do? And they're going to start kicking you, all those kind of things. So, you know, you want to be able to stay on your feet. And again, you know, that's the last resort. We always want to kind of... We always teach our students, use your words, you know, be aware of what's going on. Um, you know, don't put yourself in a position that you think something's going to happen. Walk away first. But, you know, last resort, sometimes you're going to have to do something. Right. Let's uh, take a, a shift here. Mm-hmm. You've been living in Chilliwack since 95? Uh, I've been living in Chilliwack. I, I transferred to Chilliwack in 95. And the reason I transferred to Chilliwack in 95 is because I was already living here since the probably 93. Okay. I played the odds. I knew that Abbotsford and Matsqui were going to be amalgamating. Yeah. So we bought a townhouse here in uh, in uh, Chilliwack just off of Wells Road. And so when the amalgamation did happen, then it was natural for them to transfer me to Chilliwack because I lived here. Right. So this is, I, I knew I wanted to come this way rather than Langley, Surrey, Richmond. So. Right. So what have uh, what have you come to love about living in Chilliwack? You know, I, personally, what I love about Chilliwack is still has kind of that, a little bit of that country feel. The mountains, obviously, living in the valley are amazing. If you want big city, you know, we're pretty close. Uh, if not, then, you know, you don't you don't have to. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the people here are, are pretty friendly. I love the city, you know, when I when I got here. Um, you know, the lakes, the mountains, you know, if you're an outdoor kind of person, then everything is, is right here. Yeah. So, yeah. You've watched the city change a fair bit then. Like, when I got here in 95, Promontory was acreage. Yeah. And uh, I remember going up there in Ryder Lake for Sunday afternoon patrols and you know there wasn't a lot of houses 
and then you know now promontory is totally developed and more development going on yeah um you know the vetter road is you know a lot a lot has changed you look at um garrison when it used to be cfb chilliwack and yeah. you know at one time we were able to rent houses on uh, the pmqs at cfb chilliwack you know for rcmp members right i didn't live down there but a lot of my colleagues did and you know garrison has totally changed the leisure center is you know is gone and even working at prtc um you know that the whole the whole base is kind of changed over. so you say so prtc for people that don't know the pacific region training center which is the rcmp's uh, advanced education center for the province of bc okay and that's all like where uh, the ufv campus is correct and, okay yeah and they refer to it as the canada education park right so on site there is canada border services agency the university of the fraser valley and uh, and the rcmp are on site there good stuff so where would you pick as one of your favorite places to go eat in Chilliwack? Well, I guess I'm a little bit partial to White Spot. Are you really? Yeah, it's where I met my wife. <laughs> okay. Yep. There's a little story uh, there. Many, many years ago. Yeah. And uh, Tracy, uh, she was a waitress at, uh, at White Spot. So did you make a lot of visits to White Spot back then? When I was working, every yeah. that was our breakfast place to go to. So yeah. many, many uh, stops at White Spot. <laughs> um, like cookies for breakfast yeah. as well now. And um, where else is it kind of our favorite spot? Um, Maru so Sushi in Garrison. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, besides that, don't get out too often for, for dinner. But those are kind of some of our favorite spots to go to. Good stuff. Um, let's go back to jujitsu again. Uh, you talked a lot about confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, so for someone, let's say, uh, a parent is looking into getting their child into jujitsu, what, what would you tell them? What would you, what would be your sales pitch of why they should join? Well, what, one of the differences with our school than I think all the other schools in the area is that we, we, we go by an age-specific programming. So a lot of schools that teach kids, if you're six years old, you'll be in the same class as a 12-year-old. So we've gone with age-specific programming, meaning that we have classes for three and four-year-olds, five and six-year-olds, seven to nine-year-olds, 10 to 13-year-olds. So we kind of equate it that when your child goes to elementary school, they don't put a grade one kid in the same class as a grade six kid. Right. They don't have the same ability to learn um, you know they're not at the same physical sort of development stages and whatnot so that would be one of the you know the first things where we differ from everybody else um, and I tip and I'll tell parents shop around what is it that you want right if you want competition don't come to me yeah if you want your children to learn to protect themselves then you bring them to me if you want them to make go to the Olympics, don't come to me, right? Like Taekwondo is an Olympic sport. Judo is an Olympic sport. Wrestling is an Olympic sport. Is, is wrestling, I thought they, didn't they get rid of wrestling now? Uh, they may have, I, I assume it still is, but. Yeah, I think wrestling is one of the is ones one that, that they've they eliminated. Which is like one of the original That's right. sports of Olympics, so. So, you know, not being a, a competitive school, I tell people, what is the, the purpose that you're, you know, looking here 
And if it's, like I say, if it's to learn to defend themselves, then we're the place to go. Yeah. Um, there's no other jiu-jitsu, stand-up jiu-jitsu schools in Chilliwack. Um, we don't focus on a whole bunch of different things like, you know, weapons and kicking and, uh, you know, we specialize in self-defense. Yeah. So I think that's one of the, the things that I would tell them. So if you want UFC... I'm not the, not place, the place to come to. <laughs> no, no, especially not for your kids. Um, I am a strict instructor. Like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. And and I'll tell parents right up front. And what is amazing to me is that's what the parents want. Like when they come in, I mean, I, I don't mess around. It's you line up, you do this, you do this. And that's the way I run my classes. And if you don't, you're doing push-ups. And you're doing push-ups <laughs> or, you know, yeah. And, and it's amazing how many parents are like, geez, how come my child doesn't behave like this at home or, you know, those kind of things. So, you know, I, I think kids like that structure. Mm -hmm. Some kids have a little bit of difficulty with it and we work with that. Um, you know, well, I must say like of the six years we've gotten to know you, you were a lot more strict and intense when we first got to know you and you've gotten not softer, but a little more tender over the last few years. Oh. Still, but no, like still, it's very, still very intense. Like we, the whole reason we signed Kiefer up, like he had such a hard time concentrating. Mm -hmm. His attention level was terrible. And uh, his uncle was one of your students yep. and had encouraged, hey, let him try out jujitsu. I think it'll be really good for him. So we signed him up. And within a year, he was a different kid. And so it's still good. Like when he shows up, there is, you know, there's no fooling around. He knows the drill. Yep. Um, so, but I've noticed that you will take more time with kids if they're having a hard time or if they're not paying attention, you'll drill them a little bit as to why they're not paying attention. So right. I, it's not that you're not intense anymore. Well, I must really be getting soft because at one time it was all about the crash and bang. And, <laughs> you know, when I, when I first started my school, like I said in 25 years ago, and I still have some, you know, black belts that are around from that time. And, um, yeah, it, maybe it's just. I'm getting a little bit older. Maybe it's my son. I think it's wiser. May, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with wiser. Because <laughs> I, I also have Grayson now, my youngest, who has been at jiu-jitsu for two years. So when we said, you know, we started three and four-year-old class, he started two weeks after his third birthday. Yeah. And now he's going into the, the five-year-old class. I remember him being so, on the mat when he was just a... Baby, I was watching a video the other day of him learning how to get on the mat. And as you know, you bow when you get on and you bow when you get off. And he was on the side of the mat in his diaper waiting to get on. And it was like, hey, what do you do before you get on the mat? Make sure you bow. And there he was bowing in his diaper. And I think it was probably like a year and a half old. Wow. And, That's but, pretty cool. Um, but he's another one, hopefully, that will grow up in the dojo. And, and my 14-year-old... Um, uh, Matthew is a, a junior black belt, much like Kiefer is, and yeah. so yeah, That's awesome. What about for an adult looking to join jujitsu? What uh, what benefits do they have about joining? You know, a lot of the adults that come in, I don't know if it's for me. The way I look at it is, uh, although I've kind of started hitting the gym again and sort of getting myself in a little bit better physical condition, is a lot of people are looking for a, a different way of exercising. So rather than being in the gym and or running on the treadmill and those kind of things, this is a, a different exercise. So you get out of it what you 
put into it. Um, and our adults range in age and all over the place. So, you know, from 14 year old teenagers all the way to 60 and 70 year old students. And they're all there for different reasons. Some for the fitness aspect, um, some because their kids are in the dojo, some for the social aspect, some for the fitness, flexibility, um, you know, the discipline. Maybe they've always wanted to, you know, give it a try, and now it's, uh, you know, something that they're able to commit some time to. Yeah. Um, so all sorts of different reasons, and none of them there to learn how to fight. Yeah. You know, like my, you know, and I, I'll tell people um, there isn't one person in my school training with me that I wouldn't have over to my house for dinner. And I think two things: one, maybe they know that I'm a policeman. So it's not the place for them to be. And we've had that before. Uh, in a previous school, we used to have pictures right on the counter. And uh, and we had some pictures of me in uniform, in my RCMP uniform. And somebody came in and they're like, I want to learn how to break legs. And, you know, I got in a fight at the bar and all this kind of stuff. And so they start looking and they're like, well, who's this guy in uniform here? Who's this cop? Well, that's the owner. Oh, you know, so they would turn around and, and walk out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have anybody that I wouldn't have over to my house, and you know, all super nice people, and yeah. none and none of them are there to figure out who the toughest guy is, or you know, it's not a competitive, you know, type of uh, atmosphere. They're just there to have a good time and and learn something new. Good stuff. Uh, so this summer in BC, it's been a horrific summer in terms of forest fires. It's been awful. And uh, you being RCMP, you've been. A little bit involved with uh, helping out. I was deployed up to Williams Lake at the beginning of uh, July, right when the evacuation of Williams Lake happened. I was in Williams Lake at the time. Okay, so what were you doing up there? Um, so I was just part of the the command group and helping organize different, you know, events, uh, you know, roadblocks and moving people around and, and things of that nature, supporting yeah. the, the command group. And uh, yeah, it was um, it was interesting to say the least in the sense of seeing such a large um, operation, uh, police operation, military operation around the forest fires and not in, in a real concentrated area like throughout the whole caribou region and then mm -hmm. eventually into the southeast um, so that was one part the other part really as well was seeing the devastation in the communities that were you know that were affected so driving up to Williams Lake and just you know seeing um, acres and acres and miles of burnt landscape uh, houses trailer parks we, we drove through Ashcroft on our way up and it had been you know hit really hard um, we had stopped for lunch in Clinton, and Clinton eventually became a, a hot spot where yeah. you know there was a, a lot of stuff going on. So it was like, geez, we were just there having lunch at the hotel a couple of days ago. Wow. Um, so seeing you know things like that, the other part that was um, that was kind of neat, reassuring, you know, was the the people that live in that area. Um, dropping food off, dropping water off, and you know, so there was no really wants of of anything like that because 
people from the community really banded together and supported the you know the efforts and the operations that were that were going on so wow. yeah that was that was um i i never spent a lot of time up in that area in williams lake i've driven through on my way to prince george and and whatnot but ne- never spent a lot of time there and uh so it was a really good experience to go up and and uh and see that that's pretty cool uh, a little more locally here in Chilliwack, what what do you see going on around town? What's your perception as to some of the issues we're dealing with? Um, you know, I, I don't live on the downtown side. I, I, my business is close to the downtown side. You know, there's always, you know, what I see different than when I first came to Chilliwack, obviously, is the amount of homeless people that are around. The panhandlers at every... Uh, you know red light Um, you know that that has really changed yeah Um, you know I I think I think that that is uh, I I don't know what the answer or the solution is to you know to that issue that was another question for you (laughs) yeah I guess if I knew it yeah I'd be a rich man or definitely you know be in a different line of work but uh, I don't know what the answer to uh, you know to that is I don't know if these are people that are being pushed, you know, west from other communities or Chilliwack is a beautiful place to live, right? Yeah. Um, you know, or, or, or what's going on with that. I think the some of the downtown is starting to revitalize maybe a little bit. You know, they're trying to, you know, party in the park and, and those kind of things. Um, you know, so they're trying to, to, to do something. So yeah, I don't know what uh, what the answer is down there. Yeah, it's tough. It's not uh, businesses closing down because they just or moving, uh, you know, or moving and and where are they going? They're going to Garrison. They're going to Vetter. They're you know. So you know, obviously, if I have a business, I do have a business. I want it to be in an area that is going to you know strive and support my business. You know, I I would be upset if I had. You know, people slip sleeping. You know, you've been in the dojo for the last, you know, six years. We've been in the same spot. Yeah. You know, and we have kids coming in there and every day of the week. And I would be pretty upset if I showed up and people were sleeping at my front door and leaving garbage or needles or, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not the environment that you want to have a, a business in. So I kind of get it. I just don't know what the solution is to, you know, changing that. Because if you're going to invest, your time and money and effort into a business you want it to be successful and if it's not you kind of look at why isn't it successful and how am i going to change it right, right. so right um do you have any favorite downtown stores in chilliwack do you shop downtown very much or I, you don't have a lot of time free time i no. should make that clear yeah no i i i work I you start, work full time. I, I work, you work at six thirty. Yeah, I started six thirty in the morning. I try and be in the gym by five. I mean, then I work by six thirty, finish at three thirty, and then I start teaching at five o'clock. And uh, we just added our Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes on uh, Monday night, Wednesday night now. So yeah. I'll be there from five <laughs> to eight, eight thirty every day of the week, all day Saturday. Um, but no, when I do go downtown, I um, because we like to go and walk downtown. Yeah. Um, we were just downtown a couple of days ago having lunch at the Harvest. Nice. And um, we used to go there when it was Evangeline's restaurant. 
Yeah. And the uh, the connection is that's where Tracy and I got married. Really? Was at Evangeline's because wow. it was our favorite, when we we're talking about favorite restaurants, when it was open, that was one of our favorite restaurants to go to. So we actually that's, that's a great place. Uh, approached them to about having our, our wedding there. So we reserved the restaurant for a night and that's where we got married. Wow. Um, the Bookman, like to go in there. I found a couple of good martial art books in there in the past. <laughs> a couple of magazines I was in way back when. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of awesome. And Grayson likes to, you know, look at the kid books and that For kind sure. of stuff. So we like hanging around there. Um, and uh, sometimes the Royal royal hotel for breakfast was a was a good spot which apparently so. they've changed their menu at the royal there's barbecue yes they've changed their menu yeah is that uh, disappointing for you it was yeah it was what was your regular on the was uh, it like for breakfast the, yeah the ranchero the hoyvos rancheros uh, mexican breakfast and you know we were just having a real uh, a real craving one morning and um so we're like, hey, we're gonna go down to the uh, Royal for breakfast, and we got down there. And uh, I don't know if it was under new management, changed the menu, and I was like, you changed. I, I'm kind of a creature of habit, right? <laughs> yeah. Like when I go to Louis Pizza, it's a small bacon pizza every time, no changing. <laughs> every restaurant I go to, I have one thing specifically that that's what I have at that restaurant. So when I go to the Royal, that's what I have, and they didn't have it anymore. Wow. So yeah. well, it's no wonder you love Louis Pizza. It's just been the same for how Forever. many years? Forever. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And any any big plans for the future here? What do you got coming up 2017, 2018? So um, classes, jiu-jitsu classes start here next week. Uh, I think we've got over 100 kids registered in the program, uh, the adults on top of that. So that's going to keep me busy. Uh, I do have affiliate schools in other areas. So Calgary is a hot spot for me. I have uh, one, two, I got three, three affiliate schools in the Calgary area. So actually I'm heading off there December 8, 9, 10 for a weekend of training there. Yeah. And then back to Alberta again in uh, late January for our Jiu-Jitsu winter camp uh, to support the schools that we have there. And uh, that's about it so far. I'm really hoping to get away somewhere warm since we've had no holidays this uh, summer yeah and um, so just trying to trying to figure that out with uh, with the family so good stuff I remember what I wanted to ask you too mm -hmm. uh, Debbie and I went on a date night one night go see John Wick too and you were in the theater too where does John Wick and John Wick 2 stand in terms of Oh, martial arts and self-defense and firearms actually it was right up there it was pretty pretty amazing yeah uh keanu reeves i think puts a lot into his characters and a lot of training um to prepare for his characters he actually is a martial artist yeah and uh, and a lot of jujitsu in the hand-to-hand -hand combat and i think he also trains in brazilian jujitsu so there was you know the part where he gets him in the uh, gets him in the triangle choke and then shoots him in the head and then we're kind of like eh, I probably would have blown his foot off when he was doing that but that was pretty cool because <laughs> you were there with uh, people from the dojo too yeah like we had, actually we did a, and... we did a, a movie a movie dojo outing and uh, that's what we went to see yeah and actually the next class we had was a John Wick class at the dojo how to you know kill somebody with a pencil type of thing so we just <laughs> modified some of our stuff to our you are a stick training to be with a pencil so yeah 
Uh, and actually, his firearms, he's uh, an avid firearms uh, handler as well. So um, Yeah, like if you look up on YouTube, his training for John Wick. Yeah. It's amazing. Like yeah. hours and hours every day. Just yeah, no, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. Definitely a uh, one of the best action movies I've seen in a while. So looking forward to John Wick three. Yeah, it's it, I'm I'm hoping it'll be just as good. Uh, and the other you you brought up something else there. Um, last year in Abbotsford, there was that horrific uh, altercation. I don't know even what to call it, where the guy just went into this school. high school with a knife and attacked those two girls. Um, the next day in the dojo, like you, you bring stuff and even on uh, the Facebook page for parents, letting people know like, Hey, like it's, we're not out of a community where something can happen. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, think this will never happen to me or this won't happen into, in Chilliwack, which actually I think reading a lot of the Facebook groups in Chilliwack, people are starting to figure out, yeah, that stuff does happen here and um, so I, I like to bring some of those topics and some of those things into the dojo um, and use them as teaching opportunities like that or, one or specific you moments. you taught them like if someone comes at you with a knife yeah these yeah are... we, we did a knife defense class with the kids that night and um, you know who would think that somebody would you know walk into a, a middle school or high school and just start stabbing the first people you know they see it's unimaginable but it happens yeah right and i mean you just need to look at the news on a daily basis and that stuff is happening yeah and you never you know i hope it never happens you know to any of the kids that i teach or any you know anything here in in chilliwack obviously but you just never know and it's more about being prepared and letting the kids know that, you know, if something like this happens that, you know, you can do something, you know, do something about it. Good stuff. So where can people find Hisco so Jiu-Jitsu? We do have um, a website. It's just hiscojujitsu.com, jujitsu, J-I-U, J-I-T-S-U. We've got a Facebook page, Hisco Jiu-Jitsu. We have a YouTube channel. Hisco Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> uh, Which you have a lot of training stuff on your YouTube page too. Yeah, it, you know, I was just talking to somebody today and they're like, well, what is Jiu-Jitsu? How does it compare to karate or Taekwondo or Judo? And I always send them to our, our YouTube channel. We have about a hundred different videos. Um, I started the channel basically to be a learning resource for my other schools and for my students so that they could see what they needed to learn. And it just kind of morphed into, you know, more of a, an instructional site. I haven't put anything up there in a while, so I kind of look a little bit different than uh, than I do now. Um, dropped a few pounds since then. Yeah. But um, yeah, it basically, it just shows people what the difference or, or what they can expect to learn when they come into the school. So yeah. um, email address, info, hjj at gmail.com. And um yeah, I'm not a hard person to find. No? <laughs> well, thanks so much for uh, doing this. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. All right. Thanks.